Jeffrey Dahmer soaked in blood. The Unabomber blowing up. Waco, Texas, and Heaven's Gates. Aliens modified, men from apes. Hitler faked his death and then escaped. Bigfoot and the Mothman. Son of Sam talking to the dogs again. Witches, ghosts, and goblins. Mysterious noise and hauntings. Dark arts and the skull and bones. Most celebrities are probably clones. So if you're feeling all alone, crack a beer and get stoned. I welcome you to the podcast, Strange Brew. We're here to entertain you. We're here to entertain you. Welcome, everybody, back to the show, everybody. Welcome back. I am obviously one of your hosts. If you don't know me by now, you are about to find out. I'm Tomcat, a.k.a. Tom Thompson. And uh, who am I joined by? A very a very special guest. Well, I'm going to go by the new title that a listener proclaimed for me because it used to be Hippie Squatch, but now it's not really fitting anymore. So yeah. uh, shout out to Kelly for throwing the name Shane Squatch. Shane so Squatch. Shane Squatch from Inquiries of Our Reality. That's a that's a fun name. I do like that. Uh, yeah, everyone should be pretty familiar with Shane. He was on the Magic Mushrooms episode. He's actually joined us for a couple of live specials. Um, so that's why you guys got to keep an eye out on the YouTube. But uh, welcome back. Welcome back, sir. Thank you for having me on again. Yeah, I'm pretty excited for this. This will technically go to both of our shows. So this should be a lot of fun. And and uh, we're, we've dived into Shadow People before. Me and Billy, it's a throwback episode from a while ago that me and Billy covered. Um, so we're going to actually discuss specifically the hat man. Before we get into this, I wanted to ask you, have you ever had a shadow person people experience? Dude, I've had a lifetime of shadow people experiences, not hat men specifically, but shadow people in general. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Everyone on the show knows my story. I've told it a million times and even, uh, we're going to release something new on strange Who podcast, a kind of rant episode that will eventually go to Patreon. And I, uh, I discussed in detail again, my shadow people story. <laughs> so the fans are probably like, all right, we get it. So I want to <laughs> hear yours. Well, I'll try to paraphrase it as quick as possible because, you know, I could easily turn my shadow people experiences into an hour and a half episode all on its own. But basic buildup of the story, I guess, is that I used to astro travel as a kid without realizing it. And every single time I'd come back, I'd get sleep paralysis and I'd see all of these shadow people standing around me watching me from the corners of my room. Uh, Specifically, I would always see this one that was taller than the rest that had green eyes. And like I said, I I can elaborate on that a lot more, but that's the basic uh, principle of it. And then I guess uh, my most recent shadow person encounter experience was um, before I started my podcast, before I knew a lot of shit about like paranormal, like how you're supposed to go about doing things. My uh, girlfriend and I used to go urban exploring and uh, we went to this abandoned uh, psychiatric hospital. Is that a sex position? What was that? Urban exploring. Is that like a sexual position? No, no, no. Like urban exploring. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, <laughs> I mean, you definitely can get into some weird sex positions in urban exploring, but you know, you might end up falling through a floor somewhere, but <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we went to this, uh, it was a met, like abandoned mental hospital essentially. And, you know, we're just going around. I found some cool shit. One of which was a no smoking sign, of course. Cause you know, why wouldn't you want to put that up in your room? And uh, this weird ass fucking hand-painted tiki that looked like it was made out of styrofoam and later on i figured out that it was more than likely probably some fucking arts and crafts thing that one of the inmates did that's why it was foam because they won't give them oh, the fucking carbon and shit. it was still there yeah and i, I oh, ended up bringing weird. it home with me because i just thought it was interesting that yeah. and the no smoking sign and uh, we get home it's around like three o'clock in the morning or so uh we go upstairs hang out for a bit and then we come back down to get a snack 
And uh, I'm standing at the base of the stairs. Uh, Gabby goes to walk into the kitchen and we both at the same time saw this figure that was sitting on the couch in the shape of a human, you know, darker than dark because it was nighttime. It was fucking pitch black downstairs and you could, we could both visibly see this thing standing there. And she walked right fucking past it and looped around to the other side of the kitchen because she was so like, you know, that state of fear where you don't know how to yeah. react. So you just keep fucking rolling. And then we both looked at each other, looked back and that fucking thing was gone. I was like, all right, maybe I should get rid of these items, got rid of it and never saw that again in the house. But there's still always that weird lingering when I have my uh, dream experiences that, you know, I'll see him sitting off the distance when I'm uh, experiencing sleep paralysis. But it's been a while since that's happened. It's been at least like, uh, see, before my son was born was the last time I had sleep paralysis. And that's a whole other fucking story about seeing him before he was born. But we'll save that one for another day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, the people that are interested in my story and you haven't heard it, go back to the Shadow People episode. I talk about it in great detail. It changed my life forever and the way I viewed reality and, and what exists beyond this dimension. And, um, I want to say this on this episode that uh, recently I did um, a big dose of mushrooms, which is nothing new. Uh, every two or three weeks, I'm doing to do, mushrooms. What? Yeah, no, I try to do like <laughs> a fairly big dose. Um, I find, you know, I did microdosing for a bit. I will dose once in a while, like a little doses, but I do genuinely find that I gain more from doing like a big trip and. You know, I, I've been plagued my whole life as kind of you were in the same realm of like addiction and maybe being like a toxic person in a lot of ways. And I always felt like I was kind of possessed or had something attached to me. You know, I lived in this house that's probably was haunted and that's where my shadow people experience was. And I swore they're like trying to rip my soul out of my body. Like the most frightening experience I've ever had in my entire life. And, uh, you know, I, if I, most people I would tell in the normal world, you know, would call me crazy. Um, but I know what I experienced. I was fully awake and knew what I went through. And so I was thinking about that when I was on mushrooms and I, that was on a pretty strong dose and you can see like fractals, uh, what, that's what they call it, I guess. But to me, it's like, if you see, and you'll know this, but when you like watch a movie where someone puts on an invisibility cloak, like Harry Potter, or they have some cloaking, uh, invisibility thing where you can just kind of see them like the invisible man, even that new movie where it kind of just, you can kind of see them still there. You, you know how mushrooms are where you can, there's like 3d objects, but they're like not solid. They're like it in looks front like of your breathing. Face. That's probably a better way of describing it. Every single object, every single blade of grass, every fucking tree, everything looks like it's breathing all at once. It's so weird, but I see like 3d objects like coming towards me, just on higher doses and all like all, and all these weird patterns that like almost look like tribal patterns. And I've seen it in different strains. And then, so I try to look past this and to see, and I was thinking about like what has taken hold of me in my teenage years because I felt like I was possessed and I swear to God, I saw like demonic faces through the, the fractals. And I kind of said like, you don't have a hold of me anymore. You're not able to come into my reality. Cause I do think that's possible is that they take people like me that used to be like me. I've changed my mindset, but they take people who are in a low vibration, a low frequency and have depressed or they're anxious or whatever. And I've kind of kicked a lot of that stuff out of my life by actually the use of magic mushrooms changing how my brain chemistry works now i think and i could see like these it was so weird like i swear through all this 3d 
uh, see-through seen imagery. Through the fucking veil, dude. It was fucking weird. I've also seen that where when I've been on mushrooms, I watch movies. I swear to God that I've seen actors look like fucking reptilians. It sounds crazy, but I've seen it, man. Or fucking frogs, dude. You see the frog eye face thing? Yeah, it's so weird, man. Dude, just trying to make a theory on this shit because you brought up the mushrooms thing and it bounced into my head. So obviously your brain operates on a different frequency when you're on mushrooms, like yeah, be yeah. a different vibration, something to it. But and when it comes into a lot of these like shadow people thing, one of my theories on it is that the reason why they come off all black is because you can't perceive what they what colors they're supposed to be. Like it's it's something that's out of our our visual spectrum. Hundred percent. So like, what if when you take mushrooms? you get a little bit closer to that spectrum and what you were seeing was actually what we would normally perceive as shadow people. But because your brain was operating in a different vibration, yeah. you're partly able to make out what their actual appearance was instead of your brain. It was wild. It, it was like black. I was looking through these 3d objects. Cause that's what they look like. They look like 3d, almost like gelatinous. Like it's weird, like these weird. And I've seen it before where I've literally seen like, it looks like, indigenous tribal art kind of patterns and it's the like i can't explain to the people i've never uh had at least a magic mushroom experience psilocybin to be able to explain what it's like on a high dose and the type of things you're able to see which is it your own subconscious are you are you connecting to the plant consciousness as i've said before who really knows but that shit was fucking crazy and then i sat there and thought about like all the evil and darkness in the world and the people in power and what really has hold of them. And I truly believe that something demonic, dark, uh, you know, low vibration entities do have hold of the people in power and they're like puppeting them to use our resources and us. I really do believe that shit. Like I've seen it so many times in my life. Dude, just for the sake of conversation, I know this isn't hat man or shadow people related, yeah, but I yeah. got to bring it up just because it's definitely an interesting thing. And we're kind of down that path already. Have you ever actually seen somebody's face change in person? Without being on, <laughs> without so being on, on anything like just in person. Um, I've seen, I've, I feel like I've seen that. And I think I've, I feel like I've seen that I've seen people shift. I've supposedly like, so people have seen me shift when I was like incoherently drunk. Um, and when I do think that I had something taking a hold of me when I was like a teenager where they, like my eyes shifted, I heard someone say that they to all me. card spirits for a reason, man. I know something t- I, I know for, I used to pl- I used to get drunk and play the Ouija board, dude, like, and just like call upon stuff and see who I could come in contact with. And that's when it started telling me that they're actually beings that were alive and they're not actually dead. And that it started telling me it was like reptilians and stuff. And who knows if that was coming from my subconscious. I'll admit that. Uh, but I was like drunk and it would spell stuff out for me and like talk to me and people I've had somebody say that like they saw my eyes and my energy like shift in a moment. So, just just to bring up the story yeah. that I was trying to bring up too, dude. So back in the beginning of COVID, when yeah. everything was first starting to go down, everybody was wearing the masks and shit. This was one of my weirdest experiences I'd say I'd ever had, like in person. Like, you know, not possibly being under the influence. Just like it was just a standard normal day, and it was just a weird ass experience, bro. I was at fucking Myers and you know, me doing my normal thing. I'm ranting and raving about shit. I'm talking about reptilians with Gabby, dude. And I turn around and there's this lady and she looks at me. And she pulls her mask down a little bit and then she pulls it back up. But in the turn of her pulling her mask down and putting it back up, her face was still like human like, but it shifted where you could see this pattern in it that was almost like dragon or like reptilian looking. Whoa, it was really, fucking man? weird. And I was ranting about him. So I almost got the impression and I got that state of fear feeling that she was like, 
basically saying we're around. Shut the fuck up. That's fucking crazy. I know for like, I truly believe people can call me crazy or whatever, but obviously the fans of both of our shows will have an understanding that this stuff is quite possible. I do think that they exist in like, and you know, are they the Orion group or are they the Anunnaki or whatever you want to call them? Cause I've read books where people, a lot of people in ufology, they call them the Orion group because they're from Draco Sakonis, right? So they're in the Orion's belt and, and who knows what, if this is any realm to do with it, uh, but that's fucking wild, dude. That's crazy. I feel dude, like doesn't that almost make you wonder if like the human form is strictly just a vessel that takes the form of whatever consciousness is inside of it. Like we're almost like a like a, our vessel, our body is just like almost like dough in the sense of like it has no no facial recognition unless there's like a soul that's in it. You know what I'm well, saying? That's so what, it's like whatever the active soul is in the body is what the the face starts to structure itself towards yeah. is that energy that's inside. I'm of reading it. Children of the Matrix right now, David Ike's book, and it's just like it is kind of interesting how he puts it about like the frequencies and how they're not actually like shape shifting a solid into a solid. I even put that in one of uh, in front of one of my songs of him discussing that. So you can't shape shift a solid from a solid. It, it is about like where there actually are in their supposedly physically form as a reptilian, maybe, but that they cast images into our subconscious, into our mind to have you see them as a human. Like what there's a fa- the famous quotations, uh, interview with a reptilian. Her name was Lacerta. And this guy transcribed it and put it like on robot audio text. It's like two hours. I listened to the whole thing. It's fascinating. If it's, if it holds any truth and, She's like the reptilian chick says essentially like now that you've seen me in my true form, if I try to cast this imagery onto your subconscious, you'll have a brain aneurysm because your brain is already seen through the veil. You've already seen me for what I am. So I'm not able to manipulate you. It's like it's it's this is all to do with once you see the truth and you start to see through the matrix that you can't wake your you can't go back into it. It's impossible. I mean. Just off of that, I almost take it as these things are higher dimensional beings because yeah, we're only crazy. seeing the aspect that we're able to perceive in our dimension, mm-hmm. but in the next dimension up, they're a totally different form. It's almost like the whole idea of fucking angels that they'll come yeah. down here, you know, and look like they're in like a human form with wings, but you get into the biblical interpretation of an angel and it makes no fucking logical sense in this reality because it's a, it's a higher dimensional being. It's like a bunch of continuous like spinning fucking circles with wings and eyes and just... It doesn't yeah. make any fucking sense. That's why I try to because I, we're not perceiving it right. A, a couple of my good friends and they're like two are going to start maybe coming on the show a little bit. And like a lot of people I work with are Christians. Um, and like, but they see through the shit. They don't trust the government. They think that aliens are possible. So I talked to him about like this idea of what all this stuff really is and how, you know, that these things take form of angels and, and stuff like that also, like these dark energies. So let's just get into it. Cause there's like, and I do think it would be justified fun. Let's even, you know, down the road, uh, to do a rant episode even with Billy and we can like me and Billy have always wanted to do a rant episode about religion and just kind of go off and dissect it and just see what happens in a, like a conversation like a, no no structure just go balls deep and talk about what we think about different aspects of religion and stuff dude I'm beyond down I've been talking forever that I don't necessarily want to say that any religion is specifically wrong but I think it's a bigger lens than that that everybody's mm-hmm. looking at everything through one specific lens through a Christian lens through a Hindu lens through whatever and all of these things all of these ideas they they transcend human like meaning of like understanding you know like 
to us, it'll never, you're just looking at it through one specific lens. Like it transcends all of it. You have to put all of these books together. You have to put all religions together and realize that it's all just different perspectives of the same fucking shit happening. And half the problem, the biggest battle that you see between people is that they're arguing about, no, this entity is this. No, this entity is this. Mm -hmm. And it's all the same. It's all the same shit. Different different names. That's like my buddy. It works like you say reptilians. I say demons type of shit. And I'm like, check this out though. It's just in conversation. I'm drinking a beer that's called see-through. Because we're seeing through the veil. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> there it is. All right, uh, so let's get into it. Dark apparitions that reveal themselves while you're sleeping are scary enough. But of all the shadow people that visit you at night, the hat man may be the most creepy. And I eventually talk about the old hag, which is another kind of shadow person that stands on your chest. We've mentioned in the shadow people episode and on the spectrophilia episode, but it's it's it, I, I there's enough info where you could cover it even on a patreon episode it's been discovered that there are many different classes of shadow people and this terrifying man with the hat is amongst them he's been spotted all over the world according to people who have shared their stories the hat man has apparently been around for a long time fucking weird man and this is like i, I just I remember hearing this on coast to coast, I think is when I first heard this. Cause I was like, I used to really listen to a lot of coast to coast. Um, and imagine if this image is even real, we're going to be showing some images, uh, throughout the episode for, uh, the it's people that watch as hell if it is real, if that was real at all, you know how frightening that would be to see that and even cap- capture a picture, um, to get us into this here. These are supposedly actual shadow people that were caught on camera. And that's just to like, throw something in too, because you mentioned the different types, and I have my book out here. Yeah. Just so everybody knows the different types of shadow people, I'm just going to run through the list real quick. You got okay. the regular humanoid figures, you know, the standard shadow people, yeah. which is exactly what you're showing on the screen. Uh, you have the hat man. Yeah. Uh, you have the eyed being, which is usually seen with red eyes, but for me, in my experiences, I saw green eyed ones. Uh, you Weird. have the hooded figure. You have the mist, which is like the exactly as I guess you word it is it's almost like a mist where it's like a harder to like perceive shadow person. Uh, you have the wisp, which are the ones that move really quick off in your peripherals, which are the majority of what people see more than anything are the wisps. Yeah. And then you have the crawlers, which are the freaky ass ones that people see when they have sleep paralysis and they're climbing over your fucking legs and shit. But that's what that's, I saw. I saw down. a comment. I didn't see any. That's crazy. You saw some shadow people with like actual eyes. What I saw was like six it seems like smaller shadow people, six, seven, all looming over me as I was like laying in bed, like looking over at me, just like moving their heads in synchronicity and just staring over me. And then when I went to my door to open it after I went through all this crazy experience, you know, the shadow people episode, um, uh, this eight foot, seven foot, eight foot tall figure that had like literally gnarly ass fingers looked like it was from insidious. And this is before insidious even came out. You and, mean Darth Maul? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That character, but just as a shadow, but like, but, with a bald head but like the figure of in that one scene where he's pointing at the kid it looked kind of like that and this thing looked down at me and when i was like walking so like awake and it was like the scariest thing i've ever experienced in my life and i've fucking went to jail and had really bad experiences in my life and that shit scared the living shit out of me that's crazy because i i was just talking about this with anton is that um when recently at work and when I'm out and about and, and it's really weird, even sometimes outside, I keep getting uh, this feeling like somebody walks by and then I look and nobody's there. And he said he's having the same thing too, which I thought was so weird. And I was like, what? I felt like I was alone on this, you know? And then 
I've heard this from other people saying it too. And it's weird. Recently, I got something to throw into this. Actually, it was about maybe like two months or so before I started my podcast. And just so everybody knows, I don't have fucking schizophrenia. This hasn't happened since, but for a good, like two months and I was telling my girlfriend about it, the shit was like, I thought I was going fucking crazy, dude. I was hearing voices over my shoulder Weird. for a hot minute. Like I'd be outside, like fucking putting my chickens away and I'd hear somebody go, Hey, but it sounded like it, they were like right on my fucking neck doing it. And I turned quick and like check and nobody was fucking there, dude. And in the process of when this was happening, I kept seeing wisps out of my peripherals. So like, Weird. I don't know, man. They're 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 fucking making an appearance. Something's happened. Something's something is shifting, shifting man. man. I can feel it. Like I don't know. Like something is, and it's because I think people are waking up and and they're starting to see through the matrix. And and the first part is surface level, right? Seeing that the people in power are corrupt, and then it starts going deeper and deeper and deeper. And then you know you have the people that are on their lone island by themselves, believing that the Earth is flat. Meanwhile, it's probably a simulation or hollow or all that shit. Cause like, I'll never be the person that's totally sold on that, but I will say it's, it could be possible. There's a lot of people that believe it, but I think it's another way of them to get us to infight. I really do. It's yeah, I agree. Same with like all the structure of everything. Cause I mean, in all yeah. fairness though, if we are interdimensional beings, if we are able to eventually transcend like what we perceive as reality, then like the shape of any fucking planet is totally irrelevant. Yeah. And at that point too, I mean like you can go into another dimension and again, we're looking at stuff from it's like our perspective, our yeah. dimension, but these planets could have a totally fucking different shape in the next dimension up. They could be a totally different landmass, totally different 100%. structure. So like, I saw I did a video it and it got day. traction of, I was like, who gives a fuck if the earth is flat, man, the governments around the world are so corrupt. Let's focus on that first. Let's really focus on like the people in power are evil. They don't have our best interest in their hearts and they don't even have hearts. They're not even human in my fucking opinion. So like it's, we need to stop infighting and come together. I, I truly believe that. But what are stop shadow arguing about the planet instead start attacking NASA directly. It has a group. <laughs> yeah, never a straight answer. <laughs> yeah. So for the people that don't know, like the, it's essentially dark apparitions. Shadow people are like, aren't human. Uh, but there's all kinds of theories of, about their existence from time travelers to aliens. No one really knows what they are, where they came from. The hat man is believed to be one of them, although he is extremely mysterious. The hat man is believed to be, uh, like, uh, many witnesses. He's supposed to be like six feet tall. Um, and the one I saw didn't have a hat, <laughs> which is like, and this is a weird one that whatever this entity is and near the closing of this episode, we'll maybe discuss kind of what we think. Um, but according to creepy stories about the phantom hat man, he appears during times of emotional turmoil or distress and will often observe you as you sleep. Who is the phantom hat man? Humanity may never know, but if he ever pays you a visit, consider yourself special. I don't know if I would consider myself too special for that, but <laughs> scary. Special in a different way, my friend. Yeah, so the hat man is said to wear a fedora or top hat, a trench coat, and have glowing red eyes. According to anyone who sees him, or everyone who has seen him, the hat man appears as completely dark figure, like other shadow people. The difference is the hat man wears a hat, which appears to be like a top hat in some sightings or a fedora and others. While many people are unable to make out what he is wearing, some report seeing an old-fashioned clothing, a long trench coat or cape, and he always appears to be about six feet tall weird that last picture you showed looks like one of those uh the what are they called the um black plague surgeons minus like the oh, mask. oh yeah 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 it's like creepy because i oh man these things if, if if he exists because it like my thing is always like how are people 
and the other side of the world seeing this stuff and you know what I mean? Like it's always like, how does this guy, I always say that like this guy in Brazil gets abducted and fucking anally raped by a reptilian. And then somebody in Russia has the same experience and sees the same thing in the same way. And it's like, Oh, we, is it the sub, like the social subconsciousness of like, are the consciousness of one, how we're all connected in some way, or is it really that like these people are sharing the same experience of different circumstances and encounters with the same beings? I mean, specifically with the hat stuff, I don't know, man, like he's fashionable, semi-cultural, like yeah. as far as like the typical depiction of like, yeah, a hat yeah, man, yeah, it yeah, reminds yeah. me of like an old, like somebody, so I have somebody wearing like America or like Europe, for example. Mm-hmm. So like, it almost seems kind of weird that it's international because those hats aren't necessarily like a popular thing internationally. And I mean, a lot of the theories on these things is that they pretty much will take the form of something that, you know, people might think is familiar so that they don't like scare you off directly right away, even though they're still freaky as hell because they're coming off as a dark figure. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. It's still, it's, it, it kind of shows that it's something like almost beyond that. If people it's are seeing frightening. these things internationally. If, if I saw this, like, like we're showing an image for all the auto listeners of like the hat man with his like two henchmen, it seems like. And like, I sometimes sort of like shadow people, monster, uh, mobster. And it's just like, uh, for the people that have seen this and experienced this and have like, it, it's wild that, um, I don't know his name, but the one, the one, f- I think it was a football player. He did ayahuasca. And then the shadow, like the, the hat man supposedly like followed him home. And he's been like, it's, uh, if I could bring it up, it's weird. I was like, what in like, well, if I do believe if you have, low vibrations um, and you are depressed or you know, all the time and you, you just sit in a low vibrational state. I do think these things can take hold of you. And at the time where I experienced my thing, I was at a, the lowest I could, I could probably get um, in a long time and they fed off my energy and it felt like it too. Um, let me see if I can look this up. Hat man. Um, football player. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch sports, but I remember reading the article. Um, yeah. Did Aaron Rodgers see a hat man holding a dead rabbit? Aaron Rodgers, uh, which that name does sound familiar. I'm not, uh, people would know I'm not a sports guy at all, but he says he used uh, psychedelics to help erase his fear of death. But he claimed that something followed him back from wherever he was, Peru or whatever. Isn't that weird? Hat man is death himself. And he's like, motherfucker, you can't escape death. You better fear me. <laughs> yeah. It's weird though. That was like seeing that, like, cause that was coming up during my research too. I'm like a little weird. The hat man's face is usually indistinguishable, but many people have has visitors have claimed to have seen uh supposedly glowing red eyes. Um, it's quite freaky. And, uh, unlike other shadow people, which oh, the thing I saw did not have eyes that would, I think that would have scared me even more. Uh, they also have been reports that the hat man carries a gold watch um, attached by a chain to his belt and will occasionally look at it. That's weird. Do you think he's like, time's up, motherfucker? You know, I was like, <laughs> I mean, that kind of fits into either the death concept mm-hmm. or it might fit into the uh, time traveler concept because um, I know weird. that, like, the other thing that's pretty popular that everybody knows with red eyes is usually Mothman. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of theories with Mothman about how there, if you've ever got into like B theory about how these people discovered these like anti gravity devices and when they fly around in them uh i guess that they look visibly different and a lot of like the depictions of them almost kind of fit what the idea is of like mothman for example so i wonder if like this is just like this 
ability to almost like exist in between like two dimensions. And, you know, you have the people that are flying around in the flying devices and that's where you get these like Mothman type of scenarios. And then you have these people that are just straight, straight, like time traveling, essentially using the same type of technology, but probably in a different, different fashion because they're not trying to like fly around with it. And, you know, it might come off as being perceived the same way because you're not in either reality. You might be in this like in between point in between dimensions where maybe both dimensions are seeing you as this weird half drawn blacked out figure. (laughs) That is weird. And like, I, because you're obviously you're like balls deep into the cryptid stuff as I am with like in the paranormal stuff. I, I, we've talked about Mothman. I've talked about Juan. We did a strange watch episode on it, but like we, we did it within an hour. I do want to kind of do a deep dive. Deep dives are a lot of fun. And that's what we're trying to do with something different on strange. podcast is like really like do three, four hours on Bigfoot Mothman, like really dive into every aspect of some of these really famous cryptids or creatures or paranormal events. And I do think you would be the man to have on for, uh, Dude, I could go for hours on Mothman or Sasquatch. And I mean, Mothman, I could connect that into some UFO stuff. I could connect into some paranormal stuff, some interdimensional shit. There's so many fucking different avenues. When this comes out, it'll be Pride Month and it'll be Sassy Sasquatch and they'll try to market him (laughs) through corporations. So (laughs) Sasquatch is genderless, don't you know? (laughs) That's so funny. People who claim the hat man has attacked them, uh, attack them, tell stories about uh, being jumped on or like choked and having experience of like a burning in their chest or tingling on their scalps, which I've had numerous. I just had it today at work. I get this weird feeling like something's touching the back of my head. Um, I was at a UFO conference years ago. They do it in Toronto now, but it was in this smaller city that I used to live in. And uh, I, the year before I talked to this hypnotherapist, he tried to hypnotize me. I was really stoned and he just made me super relaxed, but I didn't get hypnotized. I don't think I have the ability to get hypnotized considering I don't fall for fucking propaganda or psychological warfare. But the next year I talked to his son and it was a slow Sunday. They were kind of packing up, ready to kind of get their shit going. And so they didn't, he didn't really care about talking to us and wouldn't charge because obviously these people have to make money in some regard as much as Billy was like, if a real psychic existed, they wouldn't charge for it. And I'm like, but they still have to survive. And he's like, no, they would give that as a gift to humanity. And I'm like, you could have someone that has the gift of their psychic abilities and be an asshole. So, you know, you could have that aspect, but well, that goes down two avenues, though, because yeah. you're doing something that's actually helping society as a whole. Mm. Then, of course, you know, don't hold that information back. But yeah. if somebody is coming to you and saying, I want to know what's going on with yeah. my love life, I want to know what's going on with my job. Like that pertains to nobody but that single person. Yeah, so, yeah. like, of course, like you got to make a little bit of money for your effort as fucked up as that sounds, because you can't just I agree. Like, you know, especially when it's something that's like not it's not important to to reality at that point it's just important to an individual you know it's almost like you know you can make art for the community and do it as like a public thing yeah or if somebody wants a specific piece of art for their house like you're not going to do that for free as a public thing that's like a yeah it's almost it's like a custom piece i'll go so in and renovate somebody's way. house you know tape a banana on the wall and i'll be like you owe me 50 grand is <laughs> that fucking exactly. RVZ? Fuck. But like, and I talked to this guy's son who supposedly was a psychic. He knew, like, I can't remember what it was. I always forget this because I was just talking about this with Billy, but like, um, he knew stuff that he couldn't have known. It was like, it, like, not just generalized shit. There was something that he knew about Chelsea and me individually that was like, how the fuck would you know that? And he told me, he's like, you ever get this like feeling on the back of your head? And then Chelsea's like, yeah, he always does. Like I used to always get like these weird, someone's touching me on the back of my head, especially when someone trying to probably tell me something important. And he's like, it's one of your guides. And I was like, all right. Yeah. 
And he's like, it's a, and I was like, weird. And he's like, it's a monkey. And I was like, why is it a monkey? And he's like, cause it fits your personality. And, <laughs> and, and honestly, as strange as that is, I had a monkey on my back, literally, supposedly literally. according to him. And I suffered from addiction for a very long time and, you know, went through hell and back and, and was a toxic person and stuff like that. And I can admit that now. And it's just like, it's crazy that, that I didn't even think about that at the time of uh, one of my guides. If this is true at all was literally a monkey on my back because I had an addictive personality. I have had that my entire life. Realistically, you think that you're looking at it from like the metaphorical example of it being a monkey on your back, but he's actually a monkey on your back swatting away all the bad shit. Yeah, I know. What if he is like that? that it's instead of the, you know how in family guy where it's like the monkey in Chris's closet, but he's actually like a nice guy. <laughs> yeah. Shadow people are said to often do this to like stay on your chest or choke you. Um, I had a friend that was schizophrenic and I always thought he was seeing beyond the realm of reality and he used to walk by churches and hear screaming. And he also, he thought a ghost was haunting him and he used to choke him in the middle of the night and shit. Weird stuff. And, um, the hat man is just happy watching. So he's a watcher, you know, it's like one of those dudes that are at the orgy that doesn't really want to fuck, but he'll stand there and jerk off. like this is all i need i just like watching um or you ever seen another teen movie yeah of course when the the camera guy and he has the bag that's he always has the bag the floating bag or whatever (laughs) such a weird movie but it's so funny and uh he tends to stay longer than most shadow people as well has been spotted watching people in the mirror bending over them while they're asleep or just hanging around the corner with a creepy smile on his face but it does it says that you can't really see the depiction of him. So he's just kind of chilling, watching over you. And uh, for the people that have seen him smile, I don't envy them at all. It's actually just the elites using some type of technology to be able to creep on you when you sleep. Cause of course they get turned on by weird taboo shit. Yeah, I can see that man. 85,000 children went missing at the border. You think that was by mistake? I fucking highly doubt it. Watch that shadow person's hand, man. There might be a reason why he's wearing that cloak. He's coming off as an all dark figure. He could be sitting there in the corner, just fucking cranking that shit. And you wouldn't even know, man. Imagine across his dark wearing hoods. Yeah. This is from supposedly like a jail. Um, and look at the, both these images. If these are real at all, I couldn't imagine like the, the chill down your spine after you took these pictures and then looked at them later and was like, Whoa, this is a different Dude, I'll have to send it to you after the show. I actually got a pretty weird shadow person picture from that same hospital. I was talking about in the beginning of the show and uh, it's fucking weird, stuff. dude. It's like crouched down in the middle of the hallway and it was my girlfriend just taking pictures on the hallway as we we're taking <laughs> off out of the building. And uh, cause that goes into another weird encounter, but yeah, dude, I'll just send you the picture. I got a pretty decent picture of like a shadow person crouching in a hallway at this hospital. Yeah. Well, this is why you subscribe to the Patreons, honestly, like for both of ours, because you'll hear like some fun stuff coming in and there's Stranger Danger, like ran episodes that uh, me and Shane have already done, but there's plans to do more. And like me and Billy keep talking about wanting to do stuff like film, like more stuff, because we did like a paranormal documentary thing that eventually is coming out, but we released it at just our own little thing. And uh, now that we've done it, I want to go to a haunted location. It'd be cool for us to meet up because you're not far. We could be able to do things like go to a haunted location, record. I have like USB mics and stuff like that that you can plug in your phone. Um, they're wireless, so we can just like talk and discuss stuff while we're doing it. It would be really cool. I'd love to do some of that stuff. Um, so everyone keep an eye and ear open, and this is why you help support our shows because there could be stuff down the road, right? So 
Yeah, the only way we're going to be able to produce even better content for you guys is with a little bit of support. Because if uh, we don't have that support, then it's kind of hard to take the time to produce the extra content. I'll accept and, a uh, hand job. Know. Anyone give me a hand job? I'm fucking kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, perhaps not attacking a person and simply observing from afar is much more terrifying. I don't know. I don't. I would, okay, who would you rather? Someone watch you like all the time, or you get? Uh, I was like, okay, yeah, okay. He watches you for a couple months. Um, just all the time you just see him observing you and watching you or you get attacked once and get like horrendously choked. I'd rather get attacked than be watched all the time because at least if you're getting choked, you at least like know what you're dealing with when you're wa- something just watching you from a distance, dude. It's like the psychological damage of you not knowing like what the intention got, of that fucking yeah. thing is. Do you got like, a hand on your dick though? Do you got than hand, mentally harmed do you over a hand on your dick though when he's choking you? Be like, keep going. <laughs> just choke harder come on <laughs> come on this sucks i eat my trachea i don't like I've, I've known people that are into that i don't get it i just it's not my thing if you want to do that shit i knew are I, people actually into that or do they just pretend like they're into it so that it's a back way i knew a chick that fucking like that shit i wasn't with her i just heard about her stuff and her friend was telling me about it that she was into that stuff and the thing is i'm sure there is because of the dominance thing and and you know uh, i antonar says don't yuck somebody's yum which is a weird <laughs> saying but like don't like people have kinks i think some are definitely very unhealthy um but some you know sex is healthy as long as it's done in a consensual way but um i knew a chick that was that tried to get high from choking herself like with a noose like you know like that you've ever seen world's greatest dad if anyone wants to see it, it's a very sad rob williams movie where he finds his son dead after his son as an audio rick uh audio asphyxiated himself i knew a chick that did that and to try to get high and she died like she just she did i was like 13 14 she died. She's like, like they you found her in the, the closet. Same high, it's just as dumb. But go do some fucking whip. It's gonna do the same thing. It's so taking away oxygen yeah. to your brain. That's what's getting you high, man. So stupid, man. I so, you'll, you'll probably still die off of doing whippets, but at least there's less of a chance of you just straight. So I got this for my computer, um, <laughs> and I'm gonna huff it right now. No, I'm kidding. But it's like those dust things, and it was in a locked cabinet. And I was talking to the kid. He's like, I'll just walk you to the front. And there was some young dude, and I was wearing a fuck Trudeau sweater. And they were all like, I like your sweater. Like a bunch of people from Canadian Tire, and like four of them were like, I like your sweater. And I was like, I'm not. Gonna, don't worry, I'm not gonna huff this thing. And he was like, Yeah, you'd be surprised how many people actually probably are doing that shit, dude. I'm like, to lock up the stupidest shit. Bitter- <laughs> bitter flavoring and shit to it because they're so worried about people doing that shit oh, man people do anything to get high to escape reality so i like so he's he's just observing you especially since the many people insist the hat man has a solid form unlike other shadow people where it's just like he seems more solid which uh, solid which it would be weird and while shadow people tend to just disappear when it's time for them to leave the hat man has been seen floating above the ground or walking around fucking weird so in many cases the hat man seems to be hanging around areas where the net where uh, negative emotions are taking place such as a household that has experienced some maybe domestic abuse fighting or depressed family members um some people believe that the hat man is a demon sent to bring those who are are about to die to hell or uh, or others thinks he is demonic but like we were saying that if he's just some sort of death figure and he's like, "Time's up, motherfucker! Stop being depressed because I'm coming to get you. If you don't, if you don't stop being depressed, guess where you're going." But hell, I I truly gonna say this: I don't think hell exists. I think dark dimensions, dark dimensions beyond this low frequency dimensions exist. 
Um, but even some of my Christian buddies don't believe in hell because it's not in the Bible that was created through like the idea, like paintings like Hieronymus Bosch and all these other dudes. Yeah. And then the whole like construct about there being like the multiple layers of hell was all brought to flourishing through the divine comedy. Like it was nowhere yeah. like biblically, it was literally written as an epic poem essentially. Yeah. And then we're going to do a hell series. Eventually it's going to be like, uh, we're, we're debating on doing it all in kind of one month or two months, but we might break it up. But we're, we're talking about everything to do with hell from even like Anton LaVey and the church of Satan, but it's going to be all individual episodes. Um, just cause I'm fascinated. I want to know more. Um, but I like, I have a chronomers Bosch's paintings and stuff like that. Um, I want to get a big version of the earthly earthly realm or whatever it is, where it shows the duality between like heaven and, and hell and earth and how earth is overpopulated. And then hell's got the weirdest imagery, like a scissor with like, uh, ears, an ear with like a scissor through it and some weird fish monster eating a kid and stuff. Like, have you, you've seen that, right? Oh yeah, of course. I was yeah. going to say, dude, I wanted to get a, one of those paintings that has the super detailed version of, uh, you know, Dante's multiple yeah. layers of hell. That shit's pretty fucking twisted. When you start looking at the fine details, I have the Hieronymus Bosch one somewhere. I have to put it up eventually, but it's like the, the, his depiction of hell, not the earthly realm one, but there's a different one. So Heidi Hollis may be able to back up that story. Uh, a German soldier told her about witnessing the hat man asking who he was and being told scratch an old nickname for the devil. Hollis also recounted the story of a suicidal man who woke up to find himself in the hospital. <clears throat> Excuse me. And the hat man, Ooh, one. the hat man close by It's how the podcast used to be when me and Billy used to consistently drink beer. And it was like, I was, I'm always the main host kind of controlling things. And it's just like, yeah, beer's not the choice. It's not the choice, bro. Uh, <laughs> according to the story, the hat man quickly disappeared after the man woke up, but not before saying, I almost had you. So I almost had you. That's fucking weird. What do you, okay. What do you think about that? You think that like that, you think it's possible? It's Uh, some sort of being trying to drag you to a darker dimension because you're like, you're close to that, that, you know, I mean, I could definitely see it. I've even kind of created my own theory. I don't know. I'm, there might be other people that talk about it too, but um, I've kind of came to this like realization that, you know, shadow people may be something that comes from a place called like the void or like the void dimension. So, I mean, it's it could be like a, essentially like a dark, formless, all black fucking dimension, you know, yeah. which could almost be like a hell if you drag somebody into it. I mean, essentially... And yeah. maybe like yeah, the intention yeah. is maybe they are dragging people into it because maybe they have some kind of thought in the back of their mind that maybe they'll start giving the void form. I don't, I don't fucking I, know. Okay. I think that too, because I've, I've read numerous stuff and looked at and listened to many coast to coast episodes and all this stuff about like the astral world and how I always remember insidious when they did it. And I was like, ah, it's pretty good. Like it, it's good from what I've heard about what the astral world is like. I always heard this story about somebody like this person dying. And I've heard this numerous times through different like books and um, interviews and project Camelot and like all those kind of shows before podcasting actually really existed as it is today. Like radio shows that talked about conspiracies. And, and I always heard that like they're in the astral world when people don't know that they're dead or they don't, they weren't ascending to a higher level. They get stuck in this duality of almost like, purgatory but it's like it looks like earth but it's like darker and like people walk for like miles until they find a house and supposed to be all these this one dude found this house and it was just full of people like doing crazy drugs and and just like just bad negative 
um, energy and behavior, like just in like just self and in, um, maybe that's the intention though, is that if they are some type of energy vampires, maybe hmm. there is a void dimension, but in between our dimension ah. and their dimension, there's this in between dimension where it's half dark, half ours. And they have people essentially just Whoa, sit in this yeah. almost like purgatory dimension so they can just harvest fucking energy, energy from them. Oh man, and that makes so much sense, in dude. In between dimension. So it's like they can't die because it's it's not like a physical reality. So in turn, it's just having like an endless power source. If they drag that people kind of honestly makes dimension. sense to me. Like that makes sense that that kind of reality could exist for, especially for the people that like I've heard tons of stuff about psychics um, to, or, or people seeing into their past lives or the people that are connected to and having um, somebody that they're close to where they don't know they're dead and they like sit in this purgatory and walk around and whoa. I think that's, that's quite- why you need to elevate your, your, uh, your vibration. Cause otherwise you'll, if you don't elevate it enough, you'll get stuck in these in-between dimensions. Yeah. I do think that mushrooms have changed that for me is that I don't think, I think if I like mean Billy for the documentary, use the Ouija board in the graveyard. It was, it's slow to get the energy going. So we just kept thinking like, Oh, let's pick a new spot, but you have to sit there and really let whatever is around kind of come forward. It did tell us to die. So, and then I was like, Billy, you scared? And he's like, no. And I'm like, look a little scared there, bro. <laughs> you look a little scared. <laughs> you scared, bro? Uh, you yeah. scared? <laughs> so that's weird because I think that's quite possible. I think it's quite possible. There's all this, all sorts of different dimensions, especially ones where they could just be used to harvest people that are not as aware, like sleepy sheep that like they'll go there because they don't know what the fuck is going on. Um, you know, Antifa, everyone that is that aligns with Antifa, they're going there. <laughs> I mean, it almost makes you wonder too, because they always seem to hang around people who have just had sleep paralysis. I wonder if their or intention possibly shit. is to almost like throw people into that area so that they can take their form. Hmm. And if they ever did succeed in this, you'd never know because yeah. that person would never talk about their story ever again. No. So like there could, this could be all around us, dude. And of course these people are never, these shadow people are never going to give up their position. So like no. we would never know if they are taking people's forms or taking people's vessels and locking them in this in-between dimension. There's a, there's a good Instagram. I wish I could shout it out. Unforbidding truth or something. I followed this guy for a long time. I feel like he followed me and I followed by this like years and years ago and it's a private account, but he, he, he posts really good videos and he just posted one about like energies and it looked like it was a security camera of a guy walking. And then you see this and he, this guy's walking and this other guy's walking in the other direction. And then you see the shadow thing go from the one guy to the other guy. And you see the one guy stop and it kind of like, he kind of like jolts and stands there for a sec, looks around and then keeps walking. And it's he, like his caption was like, be careful of, you know, use your God armors. How he said to protect yourself because there's energies all around us. Be careful. He's like, be careful who you sleep with, who you talk to. And I, I've seen enough in my lifetime to know that this stuff exists. Talk about some crazy shit, dude, that I just thought about. So, okay. So the Egyptians believe that when you died, there was like two versions of your soul. There was a soul that remained here, which was like the shadow version of your soul. And then there was like the, you know, your consciousness that would like go into like the heavenly realm for lack of better term for it. But if that is the case and you do have these two possible forms, you talk about how, you know, there's different dimensions and we don't understand the dimension that's below us. What if it's literally right fucking in front of us but we've never taken the time to realize it that we talk about how like, you know, we're three dimensional or whatever. And the next dimension below us would be a two dimensional 
dimension so everything would be flat what if that two-dimensional dimension is literally right here these shadow people all of our shadows all of this is literally that two-dimensional dimension and again we're just not aware of it because we don't know how to interact with it because we don't understand these concepts fully to be able to actually go back and interact with it but they talk about how the dimension above controls the dimension below and if that's the case then, I mean, essentially every time you're moving, you're moving that shadow. So you are controlling that dimension that's below you. And yeah. when somebody passes away and that thing is no longer tied to that, that person in the dimension higher that's controlling it, mm-hmm. then eventually it, it essentially can go rogue. And that may be what all of these different shadow people are, are yeah. like the Egyptian thought when somebody dies, that shadow version of yourself still stays here but when it doesn't have anything controlling it then it just goes rogue and does whatever the fuck it wants and what a boom, wild thought too and, and it will, like and obviously like everything it's like uh, a spider web everything connects in some sort of way doc connecting us david i would say whatever right is like i i do think it'd be worth doing a kind of deep dive into egyptian folklore especially with you because i think we would both really enjoy that type of episode maybe doing it live we'll figure it out but like I got the Egyptian Book of the Dead. I'm trying to fucking write, read David Ike's massive book right now. Um, I can't reach it, but I got it sitting up here on this shelf. I want to <laughs> read it all the way through, like take a couple notes, and then just discuss the Book of the Dead as an episode also. Because um, I'm fascinated by that stuff, if it's if it holds any truth or not. But So people can usually feel when they're being watched. And a gaze from the hat man is no exception. Many also have noted a very dark energy admitting from him and said they immediately knew they was extremely evil and very likely to wanting to kill them. Some get the feeling the handman is enjoying their fear and actually feeding off it. Mm, yes. It is possible, however, that since people who witness the hat man, men, I guess, are usually already in fearful angry or other emotionally charged state thanks to whatever negative thing is going on in their life they associate the hat man with their negative feelings because he appears in so many different situations occasionally to several people in the same family which is weird there isn't a clear explanation if he's truly evil or why he appears to so many people as it could, it would be weird to have like a generational thing. It's like my great grandpappy used to talk about the shadow man to me when he was cleaning his shotgun, thinking about killing himself. <laughs> Sorry, that got really negative. Dude, it makes you wonder though if 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 it is kind of like what, we, what I was saying that it might be something that's like attached to people that aren't no any aren't existing on the planet anymore. Yeah, you know, you have like the the hat man, which is like a older era hat, right? So yeah, what yeah. if like years in the future when our generation starts passing away the hat man phenomenon switches to you know these fucking build hats <laughs> that'd be so the new era hats. hats that'd be so fucking funny i'm fucking walking around fucking with people in the shadow world <laughs> all the shadow men they're fucking horrified at people wearing baseball hats <laughs> that's fucking funny I, I, kids who knows because if that is a, a type of if, or if it's like I don't know. It's hard to explain what this guy even is because the the hat thing, having just some sort of shadowy figure, you could attribute it to anything. Like just the the thing that I saw, just kind of like this, essentially, uh, close enough to it, but almost with like, they're not gonna lie, like long fingers with nails like like that thing from insidious and this is before the insidious like i i want to make that very clear because i didn't you see jack frost from the mighty boosh there's that's the only image i'm getting in my head i what mighty boosh you ever heard of the show the mighty boosh no what the fuck is that oh my god you gotta look that shit up it's fucking it's just this weird uk 
show but they make these like weird ass characters and there's like a jack frost character in this like arctic episode and Mm -hmm. he pretty much is like an all black morph suit looking figure with like long nails and he comes in he's all fucking (laughs) that's probably that's probably what i saw that's probably him that's fucking weird but like the hat thing is always just a weird who is this guy or is he an interdimensional being is it one person that preys on on fear you know he exists in the same realm as maybe some of the darker energies like the reptilians or whatever you may have it but in 2001 the subject of shadow people was first introduced to the mainstream media via coast to coast am i used to listen to that shit all the time when i was a teenager after the broadcast many people send in drawings of what they had seen and shared the stories about their experiences with shadow people Author and strange encounter enthusiast Heidi Hollis noted in 2008 that there was a common, a commonly seen shadow person she named the Hat Man. Hat Man, and people all over the world claim to be being visited by him as well. So this Heidi Hollis girl coined it on Coast to Coast, and then obviously got in the social conscious. People start talking about it. No one expected so many people to have experiences with the Hat Man or Shadow People, but similarities of these people's stories uh, have been given a creepy dark man a lot of popularity and more credibility for a lot of people. You can find stories all over the internet of people who have encountered him. And one person stated uh, started a website specifically for collecting tales about the Hat Man. And uh, we're going to get in, I think I have like one or two, yeah, I have one or two experiences that we'll get into um, very soon about people's experiences with the hat man. But it is weird because like if you had no one that talks about it, right? Like especially some guy like in an African village or I don't know how huge here coast to coast, but like it's like, no, like everyone thinks they're crazy, right? They like, they see this weird shadow thing, they brush it off, they see it once or twice or who knows how many times, right? And they're like, oh, fucking weird. Like that's so weird. Like I don't even want to tell anyone because again, I think I'm crazy. And then you hear on coast to coast and you're like, whoa. Like these people are also sharing the same experiences as me. And then like people were saying in drawings and stuff of what they like the, the image that they saw in their head, which I'm, I'm decently good at drawing. I can draw fairly well. I might try to like depict in a couple of drawings of what I saw for fun for the show. Um, cause I've never done that, but I think it'd be interesting cause I could probably put it on paper, but wouldn't that be weird? Cause then you have the validity of like somebody else sharing that same experience, you know? I mean, it's kind of like a toss up, though, because it's either one, nobody knew, nobody wanted to talk about it because you sound before you have some type of context, you sound kind of crazy saying that there's like a shadow following you. You know what I mean? But then on the other side of it, too, it's like people may be experiencing it or thinking they're experiencing it because it's now something that's existing in their head. And so now when they have a weird experience, they just try to connect it and rationalize it with something. Or you can even get into the whole idea that, you know, essentially when it's it's the um, what's the word I'm looking for? When a bunch of people believe in something and it brings it into fruition, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brings on the name. Um, I know what you're talking about. I can't, but it's like the so subconscious and like them pushing this and then it happening in real life. Um, I know what you're talking. About. I can't think of the word either. Um, Which also, in a weird way, proves that reality is uh, manipulable. It's malleable. It's, I malleable, do believe yeah, that. I, and I and the thing is too is like. I always said this, like I want success with this show. I've always wanted that. Like I started this out of nowhere and, and did it before I even knew any podcasters, knew anyone that was doing this from, especially with the area that I was from. And I was like already talking about all of this stuff with my friends. So I was like, I already have mics from creating music. Let me just put a mic in front of me and Billy and fucking see what happens. Right. And we would used to get like obnoxiously wasted and talking about things like aliens and stuff like that. And 
And now I put it out there. They're like, you know, and I do believe in this physical reality. Things are slowing down to an extent where in the fourth dimension, you know, I always say this, you think about an apple and apple appears, you kind of, it's all, it's, it can come to you in, in a, in a, in seconds of what you're creating and manifest like manifesting in reality. Um, and it's supposed to be, that's why the reptilians use us because they can't create anything. They can only manipulate. So I do put it out there all the time. And it's like, it might take years for me to get for anyone out there to get for their dreams to come true. It might take a long time for your dreams to come true because we're in this physical reality that's slowing down. Um, but it's, it could, it man, I do believe in manifesting your thoughts and your reality is very possible. I mean, it may require that the higher dimensional thing wants to create something within your reality because mm-hmm. it could be the same for us going into lower dimensions where it's like, you know, you're drawing an apple and you're not thinking anything of it. You're just drawing something on a piece of paper, but yeah. that could be a whole other dimension. And now you just created something in that other dimension. Yeah, and now true. it's, it, it's, it's brought into existence through your hands. You've, you can't you've manipulate seen your problem, own reality, right? yeah. you can manipulate the one below you. And it, that's what it requires is that so if you want anything to happen in our reality, it's almost like you have to be speaking. And that could be where like the manifesting comes from. It could be like a psychic principle that like, you know, you're almost projecting this idea that you want something done to the higher dimensional being. So in turn, they end up giving it to you. You know what well, I mean? Yeah, it's almost that's like crazy. when you're doing a drawing and you're just like, this drawing needs this. And just, it pops into your head that it needs it. And it, sometimes it doesn't necessarily feel like your thought. It may be because you're actually manipulating a lower dimension without even realizing it. And in turn, they're projecting their thoughts into your head without you realizing it. That's a wild thought. Cause it's like that, that future M episode where they go in the second dimension and they like step over each other and stuff like that. Cause it's just 2d. And then they're <laughs> like, over. and they're like 3d. How is that possible? There's so many things that Futurama has predicted that have come true. The suicide booths, they're fucking doing that now. Mm-hmm. It, like, there's so many things that are like, um, the people that create the Simpsons, Futurama, uh, Mag. What's Ro- next? Robo rituals. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Robo, uh, <laughs> it's coming. The, the real sex dolls in China and stuff. I was I mean, talking. It, yeah. I was going to say, in all fairness, we kind of do already have that. <laughs> yeah. It's already, it's already coming, man, because they killed off all their women in China. And, uh, I think Japan didn't do that. It's just China. So the men are lonely. Um, but like they've coined so many things that are like, it's kind of crazy. I, Matt Grogan or whatever that guy's name is. I've, I've heard that he's a fucking Freemason and that he Dude, does even how the ship works where the ship doesn't actually move. It moves reality around it mm-hmm. and it uses black matter to move reality yeah. around it. Cause it, it was crazy, dude. I remember this one episode they were talking about how like Fry's like, how does the ship move so fast? How is it able to do this? How is it able to do that? And it's like, Oh, the ship never moves. It stays in one location. It moves reality around the ship. It's just like wild. <laughs> so for everyone that like is interested in sleep paralysis, um, I do implore you. We, uh, st- some of the older episodes of strange ones, a lot of that series is eventually going to Patreon. Um, so our sleep paralysis episode is on Patreon now and available. So we talk an hour about what sleep paralysis is. So I don't want to get into a full whole episode about that, but it's like people can experience weird things, hallucinations. Scientists have actually coined this. It's like a, a thing in your REM sleep in this cycle of REM sleep. It's harmless supposedly and all this stuff. And people see supposedly hallucinations and they think they're awake. And, but although the hat man can seem to appear at any time, of day in any location, many encounters of people reencounter have taken places in bedrooms, a large amount of sightings occurring in basements. Well, this isn't clear. Uh, why, why, why this is the case isn't clear, but many basements are dark and scary to begin with. Makes sense. I guess considering many encounters of the hat man <laughs> take place when a person is visited or about to go to sleep and they just woken up and they can, and then they get the sense. That's why you can supposedly, 
lucid dream. Um, something that's coming up for the Patreon stuff like that is one of my buddies. I didn't know he had this experience. It'll go on the mainstream. It'll go on to the main network for like a week or two to try and draw people into the Patreon. And then he told me a story about like him, uh, his sleep paralysis experience. And it's wild. Um, like he lucid dreamed and then he heard this like doorbell. He was dating like a Wiccan at the time. And this doorbell kept ringing. It kept getting closer and closer and closer. And then while he was in a lucid dream, he finally, like he tried this once or twice. He was dating this Wiccan that told him how to do it. He lifted over his body, looked back, saw himself. And then he kept hearing this doorbell and it got closer, closer, this ringing sound. And then supposedly in the real world, his dad opened the door. It was like, who the fuck is at the door? Open the door. Nobody was there. My buddy Brett woke up. And was like, what the fuck? And he told his his Wiccan, his girlfriend that was a Wiccan, her mother taught her all this stuff. He talked to her mother about it. And her mother's like, you didn't open the door, did you, in the astral world, did you? And she's like, no. Uh, or he's like, no, I didn't. Like, He's like, I woke up before you know, I would even go towards the door and my dad opened the door in the physical world. And then she's like, oh, good. Because something was trying to get, they were trying to get into your body or into your reality. And it was trying to use you as a conduit. And if you were to open that door, you would have welcomed something in to your reality. Isn't that fucking scary, dude? It's not even like a verbal, like, yes, you may enter. Like they can manipulate through that shit. There was, they were supposed to be just ringing the doorbell and his dad heard it in the physical fucking reality. Dude, I have connections with shit like that too. When I talked about like my, my, experiences that i went through when i was like a teenager and a kid i would purposely would test this shit because i would like project and i'd be in different places and sometimes i'd be at like my friend's houses and shit and i'd freak them out the next day dude because i'd be like this is how you were sleeping you had this sitting on your end table it was just weird shit dude it would always fucking line up i've heard tons of stories about that stuff dude tons of stories where someone like i've always said the story where i think it was on coast coast wherever i read it where the guy like was talking to his friend in germany and then astral projected and went to germany and saw what his friend was doing and he was like bro were you doing this and his friend's like how the fuck did you know that you how did you know that that's why we should do like this is like definitely people there's uh probably some more stuff that will be coming soon with me and shane and stuff that we have ideas for but like even you know it's fun to do stuff for the patreon do some rant episodes so people are kind of push towards supporting, but we definitely should do a nice big live special rant episode and then we'll put on the main waves, you know, cause I think it'd be fun. Oh, I'm fucking down. I got a lot of rants that are banked up in my head. Fuck yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll exit all of this shit, you know, we'll like be able to vent. <laughs> so it is weird. Um, so lots of witnesses have met the hat man when they were children and they kept the stories to themselves for many years, either because they didn't uh, want to be thought as crazy or they, you know, they didn't rationally believe the stories themselves um so kind of to bring this to a close i got two stories um which let's see i'll just i'll i'll read out the stories and in a post-production on the audio side i'll maybe put some uh creepy music in the background okay you ready so let's get into it I saw him at 18 years old in my room after a particularly traumatic experience. I woke up at an incredibly late hour, probably two or three incredibly late. (laughs) I, I didn't check, but something was off. I was speaking in a language I've never heard. 
I was speaking to what only can be described as a little girl, a young girl, or someone with that type of body of a young girl, perhaps 14 in a dress. I couldn't make her out or out of features, but I, I could make out her eyes and her mouth, which could only be described as sharp looking, like a human piranha or something. She was whispering something in my ear. I'm playing Harry Potter, the game. It's a lot of fun. I don't really play video games that often, but man, that shit's fun. So I've been watching all the movies and when I'm on, I just finished the second movie when he speaks parcel talk and shit. I was like, wow, I haven't seen these in a long time. <laughs> Still good. I don't even give a shit. Like I like those movies. I will admit it. They're they're fun. Do you like Harry Potter? <laughs> I uh, read the books when I was a teenager. So did I. I read them when and I was like. 10. I haven't watched or done anything with it in my adult years. Bro, but. the game is fucking too fun, man. I don't even know how they made this game so fun. You can just do whatever the fuck you want. You can fly around. I just got my broom. And it's just like, I don't, I don't beat video games or play video games that often. Um, because I feel like there's always something else going to be doing. I could be editing the show, doing stuff on this side, hanging out with my fiance or whatever. Right. There's so many other things I'd rather be doing. I think if you play video games all the time, you're probably depressed. Um, but this shit is fun. I just get ripped as fucking, play this it's i do fun. my uh my time waster games and shit like that like fucking mario kart all that stuff ah, you don't get like too fucking hooked in that's because fun. i mean we talk out about all this shit all the time dude you start letting yourself get too involved in a virtual yeah. reality then it's just going to cause problems in the future 100 mario sounds so much fun i wish i could play mario so she oh, fucking dude you gotta be tripping on some mushrooms if you start oh, you, you know fun that would be while playing mario kart dude <sighs> There's one time that I was coming up on acid while playing oh, Mario that's Kart. So fun. And it was like it hit dude and the whole game went into like hyperspeed. It was the craziest fucking shit. I couldn't even play the game anymore. <laughs> that sounds really fun. I really want to do that. Um so go play the fucking Rainbow Roads on mushrooms, bro. Oh, It'll be yeah. one of the craziest things you've ever experienced. <laughs> and I was replying in this strange language. My voice is gonna change now. But I wasn't just uh it wasn't just the shadow girl. My bed was surrounded by a tall dark figures, which I could not make out their features, and perhaps four of them, not counting the girl, they sat motionless and watched me. But most striking figure was the tall man with the wide brim hat standing in the corner of my room. I could feel as if he assumed, I could feel as if he assumed, no, no more assumed than the others. Each time the girl whispered in my ear, I would let out a reply of which I didn't even understand. And the man in the hat would be delighted. You think that would be, that would scare that would be Jesus people on Reddit. Cause it's from Reddit. Uh, you'd <laughs> think that the one would be scared of this. One would be scared of this sort of encounter, but it felt familiar. Felt rather warm in my panties. The panties thing is not real. As I, I was surrounded by old friends or family, which is a weird one. I forgot to add. I was researching this encounter and came across a startling similar account. The person had almost identical experience. My talking in another language. Um, and the little girl was yelling in my ear, uh, opposed to whispering and, uh, very strange. So weird. That's so weird. That's, that's fucking whatever. Weird that that person experienced. If, if that's true at all, you know, it's always hard to, especially, I don't, I don't have Reddit. We are eventually going to create a Reddit for strange new podcast to like have uncensored conversations and stuff like that. But, uh, Reddit is fucked. Of course, dying like most social media sites. Well, it's it's full of a bunch of crazy Antifa fucks and like weirdos and like radicalized teenagers. 
because they're radicalizing every single fucking person that they can in in order to uh you know manipulate the reality that we live in um we have a we have a fan you know you ever seen uh tenacious d yeah of course okay you know the one fan that, that always does this yeah, we have one fan. His name is Dutch, and he's always in the chat, no matter what the fuck we're doing. And he was like, "Fuck yeah, Harry Potter!" So, <laughs> fucking <laughs> goddamn man. Um, so we'll bring it on close to this, and then we'll get into a couple of theories to end this on. But uh, you know, there is there is possibilities that we will probably maybe for Patreon or something like that, where we'll actually get a bunch of stories of like shadow people or the hat man. And we'll maybe just shoot them off and discuss them uh, because there's a lot of them like for sure. I got a lot of really good content in uh, this book to a walk in the shadows. Oh yeah. If you just highlight some of that shit, like that's not a bad idea for doing something off the cuff or a live special where we like go very deep into the idea of what shadow people are. Um, because I thought the hat man kind of deserved his own, uh, deserved his own episode, but there are many different theories regarding what shadow people actually are, why humans see them. And the hat man may have, you know, a similar explanation. Perhaps he's interdimensional visiting humanity from another dimension and only partially visible since he is on a different vibrate, uh, different vibration than we are. As we kind of alluded to, he could also be an astral projection, the shadow of a person who is currently traveling out of their own human body. Or that'd be fucking wild. If he's one of like the evil elites or some shit like that, like people that like maybe are what not if it's possessed a shadow by a projection of a men in black. Whoa. Yeah. Cause I, I, all I can see when I see the fucking hat is just yeah. looks like a men in black. And maybe when they try to project the physical form, it looks like shit. And that's where you get the awkward, weird walking yeah. MIBs. But this is their true form. Shout out, shout out, uh, shout out my podcast because we're, I finally wrote out my men in black episode. It's been sitting for a while, but I like s- s- took all day, like hours to like put everything together and make sure it was. It, what it needs to be for strange brew. So a demon is certainly a possibility based on all the negative feelings people feel around him. Other theories about the hat man, uh, it actually includes aliens, time travels and ghosts, um, time travelers and ghosts as well, as well as just the wild imagination of the witnesses. Currently there is no, uh, quotations, scientific methods to test any of these ideas. So yeah, we trust the science. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Yeah, right. Um, so, Always trust the science. That's so, what we were, we're told, right? Yeah, you just you gotta trust the science. All hell, Fauci isn't that guy in prison yet, or he should be. Uh, All so, hell, the almighty Fauci. <laughs> so now the hat man remains a very creepy mystery. So what do you think of verbally doing it? You have a fucking button. It's great. I know. I used to always do it. That's why I had to get it. Cause Billy would always be like, bah, bah, bah. and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> we need to actually have this fucking shit. Um, what do you think? You think people are crazy? Doesn't anyone notice this? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just from the perspective that I come from and have my own experiences, uh, anybody experiencing shadow people, in my opinion, you are not crazy. You are just, uh, probably, slightly elevated as far as your vibrational frequency goes to be able to see these things, or you're a little bit lower or you're a target for these. You are fake news. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, (laughs) No, I I'm on the same level as you is that I do think that these, I've experienced it myself and I'm telling you, it changed my life forever. 
forever. And the thing is, I was always like, I always wanted some UFO to come abduct me. And I've said this before on the show that I always like looked up the stars and I was smoking cigarettes and in my own toxic head and drinking and reading all the time, researching. I've been doing this shit for a very long time. I think same as you. So I was always like, oh, I'm special. There's aliens watching over me. I want to see proof of this, but it showed me, a, it showed me proof of different dimensions in a different way, a much more scary and frightening way. But it showed me that this reality is not as physical as we think it is at all. In any way, there's layers to the shit, like literal layers on top of layers that are existing all in the same spot at once, as hard as that is for a lot of people to fathom. There's theories that quantum physics that says that 600, and yeah, quantum physics can be disproved, but so can a lot of things. Um, but they there's theories that there's 600 different dimensions corresponding with Earth at the exact same time. So that means as we're having this conversation, there's somebody else having the same conversation or us having this conversation, but the conversation didn't go the way that it's going now. Like, it's fucking wild. Like, it just layers upon layers of shit. In another dimension, you're in my studio and I'm in your studio. Yeah, Everything's exactly weird. the same other than that. That's fucking wild. Even that <laughs> shit, dude. Like there's so many like different possibilities and that's what I'm like. I don't, I've always said this, like, I love talking about this stuff. As I get older, I don't know what to believe. I don't know what to trust. I've never trusted anything to begin with. So as I get older, I'm just trying to be content, live in the reality I can be, eventually, you know, be a good father and make sure my kid has the same, not the same thought process, but understands that everything around him is most likely a lie or her or whatever, like, not they, that's never going to happen, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that it, you know, that like, it's, you, you got to think through things and you got to, you know, you got to, you got to, uh, reality isn't, you, you people like grasp reality. What is reality? You know, people don't know what reality is because I just did a video just to quote of like, it takes, uh, it takes brainwashing one generation to brainwash a population into convincing that reality doesn't exist. And you can see that now is that it's very easy to manipulate people and convince them that what physical reality we have here doesn't exist in the way they think it does. And then it caters to all this other bullshit that, you know, people in power are promoting or propagating. I mean, shit, dude, all it takes is a little bit of brainwashing for people to believe that virtual reality is real reality and yeah. the reality that we're in right now isn't actually real reality. So everybody will want to be in the virtual reality because that is the reality that you are able to manipulate. That's where this is going. I want to do a, I want to do a live show just like free for all talking about AI and virtual reality because I really do believe that I've always said this, if this, this, this physical reality could be a simulation. Fuck flat earth and all that other crap. And I, we haven't even done a simulation theory episode, which will come down. I could even bounce into that. I've even said too, if we are in some type of organic simulation or a virtual reality, Mm -hmm. the map could have been updated where back a long time ago, when people were talking about all of these ideas about flat earth, (laughs) maybe the earth was flat because that was the original map. And the map has since been updated. hundred percent going into like rendering shit. Dude, would you you like to do that distance? Just like you can see like something on the other side of the map in a video game, but it yeah. isn't rendered until you're physically in front of it. Do you want to do that? Do you want to do the simulation theory with maybe me and Billy sometime? Oh, fucking down 100%. Oh, let's do that. That'd be a lot of fun. Because uh, we'll bring that to a close, but I really think that like I really want to get in that whole talk and maybe we'll go live for it or whatever. Um, is the whole uh, simulation theory because I've always said that they'll eventually be able to create a, a virtual reality that is real as this. Taste, touch, feel, everything. 
And then you won't be able to discern what is reality. And of course, like, and this is like, this is why I've gotten like in Tim Pool's fucking show because they talk about something like this and it's fun off the cuff. And, you know, it's, it, they're kind of sitting in the middle of like, hey, shit's getting fucking crazy. And they were just talking about how fucking that it's eventually people are just going to be used to it. And it's like, what would you rather have? The virtual reality where you're a billionaire and you have all the chicks and it's just fake. But or the reality where you're sitting in your mom's basement, you can't afford to eat. You know what I mean? And that's where people are going to live in, dude. Bro, what if we're already in this shit? Because we talk about how there's been advanced cultures in the past. What if at (sighs) some point there's already virtual reality? Everybody agreed to go in this virtual reality because it was a safer place to be. And all of us are literally existing in a computer in a cave on a destroyed planet. You know, fuck that be. I hope that mushrooms breaks that for me. All of a sudden, I'm like fucking sketching out the couch, fucking <laughs> foaming at the mouth, and then I see all reality. Um, like yeah, like Plato's clay cave. That's wild. Honestly, and I really enjoyed this. I do think it is merited that me and you start producing more content together because I think as the more we get to know each other, the more that we probably it's like how me and Aaron are. And that's why I think you're such a good fit for kind of like, you know, I know you're doing your own thing and stuff like that, but we could like, you're part of the, and to me, you're part of the host head family. You're part of like what I would like to create and go forward and connect with people that I genuinely I'm um, friends with. Well, I feel the same, my friend. And as far as I'm concerned, you're, uh, I guess you could say inquirer. I, I don't really have like a yeah. set name for like my open minds, shit, right? We're all open-minded. <laughs> exactly. Part of the OMM crew. So, um, I'll just show my stuff first. Obviously, if you're listening on Inquires of Reality, um, you can find me at Strange Root Podcast and all platforms. Um, I always like push people kind of for the YouTube while it's there to go subscribe to the YouTube. You get to watch content like this and, and many other things that are a lot of fun. Um, and you know, for people on my side, you know, Patreon is the best way to support us. The merch, the new merch design is out on the website. I got, I literally like my taxes came in. I was like, ah, for once I'm not paying out the ass for my taxes. I got some money back. So I bought like a new flag of the new design, a shirt, a sweater, a cup, (laughs) like so many things. (laughs) I was like, it's cool. I'll pass it out to my kid. Eventually be like, check this shit out. Um, but yeah, you know, I truly, everybody love everybody supporting both of these shows. Um, you know, I would love you to do that. I'd, I'd appreciate it. And uh, if anybody wants to come and find me, I do multiple shows. So I just call everything Open Minds Media. Yeah. So if you guys want to find Increase of All Reality, Bizarre Encounters, all the shit that I do, uh, go and check out Open Minds Media. If you want to check out the link tree, it's uh, L-A-N-K-T-R. Period I'll e leave it slash. in the link for the host heads too. So if, it, if you want to go check that shit out. Even better. Open underscore minds underscore media. Just so I can finish that off. But yeah. Yeah, come, just come send me your stuff. That. Yeah, and you guys, I'll make sure the links are at the bottom of the show so people all have that. And... Me and Shane have been talking for a while about really trying to even do a YouTube show, um, even if it's a once a month kind of live thing where we kind of just like shoot the shit, which I think eventually will come down the road. But um, I and think at the awesome name, Strange Reality, I just want to drop that because I really dig that name still. So do I, because now we're doing uh, for the Patreon Strange Stogies where me and my buddies all smoke cigars and talked about, I just brought up a bunch of like articles about like, like all weird shit, like werewolves and parent, anything I could find, right. Just quick off the cuff. And just uh, tell me you guys are drinking brandy the whole time. We're drinking whiskey. Bully. Bully. Yeah. We're drinking whiskey. Smoking. My buddy smokes these cigars called asylums. And I was like, he's like, you know why they call them asylums? And I was like, I don't know why. He's like, cause it feels like you're stuck. It's stuck in it all day. 
Because it's just like, it's just such a huge cigar. It looks like a cock. It literally looks like as big as like a cock. And I'm like, why do you need to smoke that shit, man? I was like, I need one that like maybe lasts me half an hour at the most. I don't need two hours, three hours worth of smoking a fucking cigar. Everybody's sitting here smoking a nice cigar. You're sitting here with a black and mild. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so funny. Um, Yeah. So, uh, you know, there's going to be some new stuff coming down the road for everybody out there. So, you know, our whole motto at Strange Brew is everybody love everybody. So make sure you do that. Yeah. Yeah. Go, go and do that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if that's necessary anymore. Maybe we should hate more people. Just fucking kidding. All right. The people that deserve it. Love the people that deserve it. Exactly. Just leave it at that. I agree. Stay strange. Elitist pedophiles. Fuck them. Yeah, I agree. Stay strange. Fuckers. This is why shapeshifting is possible. The body is solid. Shapeshifting be impossible. You can't shapeshift a solid physical body to a solid physical body. I haven't seen a shapeshift. I don't know. I've seen eyes. Yeah. Feel your heart race. Wake up in a dark place. Heart rate starts to increase. Open your eyes, but it's hard to see. Close your eyes, but the dark it bleeds. Focus the light and start to breathe. Only by the dark in me. On the ocean of the darkest sea. The ghosts that walk with me. The rope that haunted me. The voices talking. Stars.
already dead. First of all, these entities operate in the unseen, overwhelming the um, Because we, like I said earlier, live in a frequency band, a band of frequency. Um, anything beyond that frequency we can't see, we're not aware of. Worlds uh, of reality, it's a better term, are sharing the same space without interfering with each other. That's the very close up of the um, And so these, not just reptilian but other non-human entities, are operating just outside of the human side. They have to have vehicles within our frequency band, within our world, that represent their interests that are basically vehicles for them to manipulate our society.